listening to the John Barrett Leadership Podcast, where you'll hear great ideas, insight, and inspiration to level up your leadership ability. Hey guys, it's John Barrett here with the John Barrett Leadership Podcast. I am so excited that you are listening to episode two of this new podcast. Thanks so much for being a part of this, and uh, I hope it's adding value to you. That is the whole goal is to help level up your leadership. Hey, listen, it would help so much if you left a review for this podcast wherever you're listening to it. And, uh, you know, reviews help to validate and just give credibility to the podcast so that when people are searching for it and they want to find it, they are uh, able to see it and uh, know that others are getting value from it. So I would be so grateful if you would leave a review. Hey, listen, today I want to talk about how to create a leadership growth plan. Now, I am passionate about this. In fact, this is one of my favorite subjects to talk about is how to grow as a leader and how to develop yourself as a leader because you cannot give what you don't have. And if you're not growing as a leader, you're not going to be able to give other people what they need from you as a leader. So it's so important that we have a leadership growth plan, and I'm going to help you to create one today. So not just talk about it, but I'm going to lay out a recipe. I'm going to lay out something where you can get a great growth plan to help you out in this. So our success in life is dependent upon our ability to grow and get better. That is a fact. Our success is dependent upon our ability to grow and get better. So we are designed. We are designed to expand and stretch to our potential. We have got this incredible sort of seed within us of greatness, but we have to develop it. It doesn't just come. We've got to do something about it. We've got to get intentional. And I think about it like I call it the rubber band effect. And if you take a rubber band and if you want to shoot that rubber band far and let it soar to like really cool places, and this case, if you're like across the room and you want to hit somebody with it or whatever, but if a rubber band, if you want that thing to shoot out far, what do you have to do? Well, you've got to put it on your finger and then you've got to pull it back. And it's in the process of pulling back, that tension of pulling back, that when you let go, that thing can shoot out far. And you know, when you take time to develop yourself, When you take time away from not just being in the business, but working on the business. When you take time to not just be in your life, but to work on your life. Take time to work on your leadership, not just be in leadership. When you pull back that time to invest into yourself, you are going to shoot out far. You're going to do incredible things. You're going to make a difference. If we're going to become all we're capable of becoming, we need a plan. We need a leadership growth plan. Think about this. We don't just get better. I mean, if you want to get healthier and fit, you've got to have a fitness plan. You don't just wake up healthier the next day. You don't just wake up the next day and say, well, I don't know how that happened. I just got so much stronger. I got so much healthier and everything's working great. No, in fact, the older you get, the more brittle you become. In fact, sometimes the the less healthy you become. You become unhealthy if you don't do anything about it. So you've got to have a plan in order to maximize your potential with health. Same thing with your leadership and your potential. If you want to reach it, then you've got to pull back. You've got to have a fitness plan for your life. One of my favorite authors, James Allen, said this. He said, men are anxious to improve their circumstances, but are unwilling to improve themselves. 
Isn't that so true? So many people just want their circumstances to get better in life or in their business. They just want circumstances to be good and they're anxious to improve it, but they're unwilling to improve themselves. And it's in the process of improving yourself that you begin to improve your circumstances, whatever it may be, whatever challenges you're facing, the only way to rise above them is to work on yourself. So some thoughts here. Growth is not an automatic process. We don't get better without intentional effort. Like I said earlier, you don't just wake up and all of a sudden you're better. You've got to put effort into it. John Wooden, one of my favorite coaches, said this, it's what you learn after you know it all that counts. Isn't that so true? So many people think, you know, well, I'm just wiser today, and the older I get, the smarter I'll get, and I'll be able to do all great things in the future. Well, that's not really true unless you put forth intentional effort. Listen, we don't go to our potential as though it's out there waiting for us somewhere. We grow into our potential by learning day by day. So we don't go to our potential. We grow into it. You don't just wake up one day automatically and get better just because you're older. No, you've got to grow into your potential. And it's only going to happen by intentional effort. Life is not a destination. Success is not a destination. It's a journey of becoming. And it's a journey of maximizing your potential. So I want you to know that if you're going to get better, you've got to learn how to do this thing. Now, in order to understand how you create a a leadership growth plan, you've got to first understand how we're designed, how the brain is designed, because the brain is a cognitive library. See, every day you are storing books of information and resources in your mental library, so to speak. Now, this is important because depending on how much time you take to read and get resources and watch things and get mentors and experiences and all these things that we're going to talk about, the more that you store up in your brain and you can access those libraries in any given moment. This is why people that take time to develop themselves, when they're in a meeting in the moment and a situation arises, they can reach into that sort of cognitive library and pull out solutions because they've already exposed themselves to it. So your brain literally is like a cognitive library and depending on how much time you take to develop that library and store information and ideas and inspiration is gonna be dependent on how much you're gonna be able to glean from that. Now let me just prove it to you real quick because right now if I said think of Africa, that's what I want you to do is think of Africa. You may be listening and you live there but uh, maybe not, maybe you're from somewhere else. But when I say think of Africa, What do you think of? Just say it out right now. Now, most people, when I do this, they say, uh, you know, elephants and uh, a safari. And, you know, I I think of jungles and I think of the people and the natives that live there. And, uh, you know, and they could just go down the list of all these things that they think that are African. Now, why do they say those things? Why did you think elephants or safari or jungle or whatever it may be? In fact, for me, I've got some friends that are in Africa and that, and and I, I immediately think of them. Uh, when I think about Africa. Now, the only reason that you were able to access those thoughts and images is because you, in a millisecond, you went into your cognitive library and you began to pull out resources that you've collected over the years. You have associated elephants and you've associated safaris and the jungle. For me, my friends, I can picture them. I associate them because I've stored that information in my cognitive library. And I could go on and on. I mean, think about Walt Disney and uh, Disney World and what comes to your mind. And all of a sudden, you have all these images and that. 
And it's because you went into your library and you went into the book titled Disney World and you pulled that off the shelf in a millisecond and you began to just list all the things that you've learned about it. This is why kids that don't have a big cognitive library, little young ones, when you tell them to think of Africa, they may not even know what to picture because they haven't had time to store information in their brain to access that yet. And it's the same in leadership. And when you begin to learn leadership and you begin to take time to develop yourself as a leader, you are putting and storing books of information on how to be an influencer, on how to be a good communicator, on how to be able to hold people accountable and delegate and all these things that leadership requires. The more that you learn and grow, the more you can access that in just a millisecond and begin to know. This is why leaders that are very seasoned always are able to access that and have solutions and be able to know what to do in the moment. It's not because they're just so gifted and they're just natural leaders and nobody else is. It's because they take the time to develop themselves. So some thoughts here, three D's of creating a leadership growth plan that I want you to think about today. The first one is determine. The second one is develop. And the third one is do the three D's. So let's break these down. First one is determine. You have to know yourself in order to grow yourself. So if you want to create a leadership growth plan, you have to determine what areas do you want to grow in. You see, you can't learn what you need to know until you know what you need to learn. Let me repeat that so that you can get that. You can't learn what you need to know until you know what you need to learn. If I said that you need to be a better leader, I mean, that's such a vague topic. I mean, there's a million things we could talk about on how to become a better leader. So you've got to hone in specifically on what areas do you want to learn and grow in as a leader? What is it specifically about you that you need to grow in? You've got to determine the areas that you want to grow. It's not enough just to say, I want to be a better leader. You have to be able to say things like, I want to be better at delegation, or I want to be a better communicator, or I want to be a better influencer, or I want to be a better this or that. You've got to get specific because that will help you determine the areas that you need to grow in. Now, for me, there are five categories that I grow in. I've just determined this years ago. There's five areas in my leadership growth plan that I develop myself in, okay? And these five areas, these are specific to me, but every resource, every book, everything that I come across, they have to fall into this category. Otherwise, it's just not worth my time in the moment because I've got to be able to spend time in these areas to get better. So here's my five areas. The first one is faith. I'm a person of faith. That's very, very important to me. In fact, it's one of the most important things in my life. So one of the areas I want to develop in is my faith, my relationship with God. Second one is psychology. That's huge in the area of leadership, understanding people and how we're wired and how we think and how we tick and how we're motivated and all those things. So that's the second area is psychology. The, the third one is just simply leadership. That's where I just kind of learn anything about leadership. What's the new thing being taught out there? It's kind of a wild card, anything leadership. The other one is business. I want to grow as a leader in my business knowledge and how to grow business and how to do business and conduct business, all those things. And then the fifth one is creativity or innovation. I kind of creativity slash innovation. I know that if I want to be successful, I've got to be creative, innovative in my life. So those five areas I've determined that I get a growth plan in. I make sure that I'm covering those five areas of my life and it doesn't fall under those five categories then I just simply don't uh, let it steal my time. So you've got to determine what areas do you want to grow in. And these are mine for life, 
But I've seen people that I've helped them that they just determine maybe just for seasons. Maybe say, hey, for the next three months, I just want to work on this one area. And then they just focus on that until they feel like they get it. And then they move and they determine a different area. So it's up to you. There's no right or wrong answer to this. For me, it's these five areas for life. But for you, it might be more seasonal. It might be more for life, but that's up to you. But you've got to determine and be as specific as you can so that you can grow in these areas. Second thing that I want you to think about is this. You've got to develop a system. So not only do you need to determine what areas you want to grow in, you need to develop a system in order to grow. That means that you've got to collect resources first, right? I hear a lot of people say, well, I want to be a better communicator. And I think, okay, that's great. You've determined that. Now, what have you done to develop that? And it's just kind of a blank answer, right? I mean, just a blank stare there. And if you want to get better in these areas, you've got to start to develop a plan by simply collecting resources. So that means that you may need to go out and just literally go archive things that you've come across, TED Talks, articles, blogs, books, resources, whatever you've got to do, begin to collect as much as you can around that topic that you've determined you want to grow in. So collect resources. Now, here's the thing. In order to develop your plan, there's three things, three little categories I want you to think about when it comes to knowing your flow, to know your flow in order to develop your system. One is this, you need to know when to go and do your growth plan. So know when to go. Now, what I mean by that is all of us have better times than others that we're just in the right frame of mind to learn, to kind of receive, to kind of get ideas. Some people, it's early in the morning. Some people, you are worthless early in the morning because you can't think, you can't even function in the morning until it's later in the day. So maybe your growth plan needs to be later on in the day. But you need to know when you are at your best. So you must schedule your growth time. You can't just say, when I have leftover time, then I'll kind of pick up some resources. No, you'll never, ever do it. It'll always get stolen away from you. So know when you are going to commit, whether that's a daily thing or a weekly thing, whatever it may be, that's up to you. But you've got to know when to do it. For me, I do it usually first thing when I wake up. I get up early in the morning and I go and I begin to read. And that is my time that I know when to go. So schedule your growth time. Number two is this, know where to go. So not just when, but where to go. Listen, you must have a greenhouse for your growth. There are just some places that you learn better in. There's some environments that you just feel comfortable in and you're just in a better mode to receive. So I want you to think about your environment. Where you go is really important. Where you learn is very important. So for me, usually I'll go down into the living room before everybody wakes up in the morning and I just spend some time working on uh, learning and growing. But it's a good environment. I've, it's quiet. I've got a little fan on. I get a blanket usually around me because it's early in the morning. I've got my robe on and I just get all snuggled up and I get my books and I begin to read. But you may have a specific area that you want to go. If you don't, think about it. Create a place. Where is it that you go? Don't just kind of say, well, just do it wherever. Listen, be specific. Third thing is this, know what to do when you get there. So know when to go, know where to go, and know what to do when you get there. So what I mean by that is this, I have a system in place. This is just for me. So you may be totally different, but I'm just going to give it to you as a reference for me. So I told you my five areas that I've determined that I'm going to grow in. Faith, psychology, leadership, business, and creativity and innovation. Those are my five areas. Now, for me, what I do when I'm in my uh, place that I think in the morning, when I get up, my when, my where, 
what I do is this. I each, at the beginning of each month, I pick five different books that fall under each one of those categories. Faith, psychology, leadership, business, and innovation or creativity. I pick one book for each category at the beginning of the month. And if I've got four weeks in the month, which is typically the case, then I just mark in my book. I break it up no matter how thick it is or thin it is. I break it up in the where each week I've only got to read a certain amount so that by the fourth week I'm done with the book. Okay, so I just I dog ear those. Um, if it's a you know 400 page book, I've got to read 100 pages uh, every time I wake up on that week to for that category. So sometimes I have thicker books. That's why I like to pick really thin ones. It's a lot easier. Anyway, um, that's how I do my system. So on Monday morning is my faith one. So I wake up and I dog mark my book and I read what I need to read for faith. On Tuesday it's psychology. Wednesday it's Thursday. Or Wednesday hits Thursday. Hey, that made a lot of sense. Uh, Wednesday it's leadership. Thursday it's business, and on Friday it's creativity or innovation. So I read five books a month based on those categories. The weekend I just leave open to do any catch up that I may have missed for whatever reason during the week, and that that's my plan. Do I always hit it? No. Do I get behind sometimes? Yes. Do I beat myself up about it? No, because I know that I'd rather have a system and hit it at least you know 80% of the time than have no system and hit it 0% of the time. Okay, so that is my system. So that's what I do when I get there. So I know every Monday morning I pick up the book, I've got my notebook, and I do my thing. On Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you get the point. So you must have a plan. So develop your system. The third D is you've just got to do something with it. Okay, so the first one is determine what area you want to grow in. Two is develop a plan. And then three is do it. Simply just uh, follow through with it. I'm going to give you some thoughts on what to do when you are learning and when you've developed the system, you've determined your areas. What do you do with it? So what do you do with what you're learning? So three things that I want you to do with the things that you're learning. It's very important because if you don't do something with what you're learning, you're not going to close the gap on this thing. You're not going to close the loop. Jim Rohn, famous uh, motivational speaker and author, said, don't let your learning lead to knowledge. Let your learning lead to action. That's the whole point of this, right? The whole reason that you're learning and developing as a leader is not just to have more smarts. It's so that you build that cognitive library so that you can make an impact, so that you become the best that you can be, that your potential uh, is fully realized and you're fully maximized there, okay? So three ways to do, three things to do with what you are learning. Number one is this. Write down what you learn. So write down what you learn. Very important. Listen, you can't just say, hey, uh, I'm going to learn this and that was really good and then move on. There is something powerful when you write down what you learn. I don't know why. It's just how our brains function. But they say that the retention on what you read and then write is infinitely higher than just reading it or watching it or seeing it. There's something that just kind of gets stuck in our mind when we take it from hearing or reading or what's seeing it and then write it down. In fact, it's not real unless it's written down. So the first thing I want you to do is just simply write down some of the things that you learned in that moment. Whatever, even if it's just a nugget or two, a few bullet points, or maybe it's an essay form, you just want to write it out, journal it, I don't care. Whatever you do, just transfer it from your brain to paper. All right, transfer it from your mind onto something written down. Now, for me, I told you I've got those five categories. I have a little Moleskine notebook on each one of those five categories. 
Literally, I have one that's marked faith, one psychology, one uh, leadership, one business, and one creativity. Now, if I showed them to you, you would even see them. And I put that notebook, since they're small, inside each one of the books at the beginning of each month. So when I get done, when I'm reading through my books, I will highlight things as I'm going through it, things that I want to remember. And at the end of my time when I'm reading, I'll just real quick write down in that notebook everything that I want to kind of remember and take away from that. Now, what's awesome about this is that I can just pick up that notebook and go through years of just incredible ideas and insight and principles. And sometimes I will. I'll just go through those um, just to be good reminders, especially when I'm writing or speaking or putting together presentations. I'll go through those things and, and just pull from it. It's, it's become a huge archive for me. So write down what you learn. I don't care what it is, how you do it, whether it's on the computer or digitally or whatever it is, pen and paper, but write down what you learn. Second thing is this, practice what you learn. So figure out action steps to live out what you read about or what you learn about. So live out what you learn about. So put this into practice. So don't just say, oh, that was a really good principle. Wow, that's, that, I should do something about that. And then forget about it. I mean, challenge yourself. Say, you know what? I'm going to work on that this week or I'm going to work on that this month or I'm going to work on trying to do that. Give yourself specific action steps. Sometimes it's hard. Listen, I get it. Sometimes it's hard to figure out how to actionize a a philosophical idea or something like that. Excuse me. But make sure that you do something with it, whatever it may be. Just get creative. Challenge yourself. I was just talking to somebody earlier today, and uh, we were talking about being a better communicator and them having a little more boldness to step up and speak and that. And uh, one of the things they challenge themselves with is that in a group meeting, they have a meeting once a week uh, with their whole team. And they said at least twice a month, they're going to be the spokesperson for their group to share to the larger group. And I thought, wow, what a great action step just to work on being a better communicator. So two times a month out of the four, they're just going to make sure that they volunteer themselves as the spokesperson to kind of share for the group. I thought that's a great just practical way to practice being a better communicator. So whether it's super practical or whatever it is, put it into an actionable item. So live out what you learn about. So practice what you learn. Third one is this, share what you learn. Now, this is huge. For whatever reason, they tell us and they've studied this and the retention level. When you learn something and then you share it with somebody else, you retain so much of that. There's, again, something powerful, not just learning and then writing it down, but even taking it the next level and that's sharing it. So I want to challenge you, everything that you're learning about in that Find somebody that you can share it with. Maybe it's on your team. This is why it's important. If you're a leader and you lead a team, make sure that when you kick off a meeting, you might just share a little thought. It doesn't have to be long. It could be two minutes. Hey, I was reading this morning or I was reading yesterday or last week, and I thought this was really fitting for us. I think it's really powerful. It's a really important idea, principle, maybe quote, whatever it is. Share that. Not only will you inspire others and help them learn and grow, but it will help you to really kind of uh, solidify the things that you're learning about. So we learn when we share. It's very important. So not only do we need to share what we learn, but when we share, we also learn even better. Studies have shown that uh, the firstborn siblings have a higher IQ because of what they call the teaching effect. It's very, very cool. So if you're the firstborn, by the way, hey, congratulations, okay? Because they say that your IQ typically is higher Uh, statistically, for the firstborn. Why is that? Because they tend to teach 
the other's siblings that are younger than them as they grow up and that and because of that they have a much big, uh, a better retention level of information so it's very very important i want to challenge you to make sure that you share what you're learning uh, this is why it's so important and i encourage every leader i don't care what, what however you've got to do this there should be if you're not sharing inspirational things to your team then you are not fulfilling your job as a leader Part of your role as a leader is to help develop them. And if you're not sharing ideas and things that you're learning about, one, how are you going to help them develop? And two, how are you going to be the example? How can you expect them to get better and learn and grow as a leader if you're not even doing it and sharing it? Listen, a great pipeline of leadership is when everybody says, I'm going to take the time to develop a leadership growth plan. I'm going to learn and I'm going to share it. And then as they learn and they share, we just create a pipeline that works all the way down the organization where everybody is learning and then sharing it with somebody else. Listen, that's how you create a great culture of growth in your organization. When people are moving forward, they're learning together, they're growing together, and they're doing everything they can to get better as a leader. So just recapping real quick on what we've learned about today, okay? How to create a leadership growth plan. Three Ds I want you to think about. Number one, determine the areas that you want to grow in. Be very specific. Two, develop a plan to do that. Know when you want to do it, where you want to do it, and what you're going to do when you get there. And then the third D is do. Do something with what you're learning. Three ways to, to do it is write down what you learn, practice what you learn, and then share what you're learning. Listen, I hope this has been helpful for you guys today. I am passionate about developing yourself as a leader. It's one of my um, literally all-time favorite things to talk about because if I had to trace my success as a leader in my business, in my life, all things, I'm telling you, and I'm not making this up, I'm not exaggerating it. If you said, John, what has contributed to your success more than any other thing? I would say this. It has been the books and the resources that I have consumed over the years. Literally, it has been the resources that I have just devoured that have given me such a cognitive library of leadership. People ask me all the time, John, how do you coach people? I mean, how, how are you able to do this on the fly, in the moment, when you're in these sessions, you don't know what's going to come up, you've got all different kind of challenges and opportunities and situations that are, that are going on. I mean, you know, I've, I've coached probably over, gosh, 60, 75 people right now, just currently, um, that I'm coaching one-on-one. -on -one. And when I think about that, and, and they ask me that question, I say, listen, the reason I'm able to be quick on my toes is not because I'm smart. It's not because I'm, uh, you know, just have this natural ability to do it or something. It's because I take the time to develop myself constantly. And it's because of the process that I pull back the rubber band in my life. I pull back in order to invest into myself. And because of that, when the opportunity comes, I'm able to add value. I'm able to have a conversation. I'm able to add value to the conversation, able to add value to the person because I'm able to quickly access my leadership library in my cognitive library in my mind. In fact, um, if you did that today, if you said, John, talk about productivity on the spot, I would immediately just pull out my productivity library in my mind and I could probably spit off about four or five, six different principles that are huge that would literally change everything in your life about how productive you are.
And that's just it. If you said, John, what about communication? What do you have? I would be able to quickly just pull out four, five, six, seven tips and, and ideas about communication and even tie them to what you're specifically asking about. Why is that? Is that because, again, I just have this natural ability that's all that? No, no, I'm not that great at all, okay? It's because I take the time. So I want to challenge you. If you want to be successful, if you want to maximize your potential, if you truly want to be everything that you can be and make a massive difference, then I'm telling you, you've got to pull back the rubber band in your life. So what are you going to do? What are you going to do starting today? You can't just hear this podcast and say, John, that was really good. You gave me some good tips to think about. Um, Yeah, I'm going to do something about that. No, no, no. I'm asking you today, what are you specifically going to do to create your leadership growth plan? If I were to sit down with you right now and say, what is your leadership growth plan? And you don't have an answer. I'm telling you right now, you don't have a growth plan. You're just hoping that you get better one day. And hope is a great thing, but hope is not something that's going to give you an actionable thing to work on. So what is your leadership growth plan? Now, if you'll take the advice that I shared with you on today's podcast, then you're going to create a leadership growth plan. Listen, mine is big. It's, it's There's a lot to it. You don't have to start there. Just start with what you can. I don't care if it's one book that you read or one resource that you go through in the next month or few months or whatever it is, but do something with what you learned today. Share it and learn from this today. Listen, I hope this added value to you guys. Create a leadership growth plan. Reach out to me if you got any questions. If you're looking for someone to come in the organization and share or help develop leaders or help create growth plan for you specifically and get some one-on-one time with me, reach out to me at john at johnbarrettleadership.com. I'd love to hear from you. Listen, leave a review if this is adding value to you. Share it with your friends. Let them know. Maybe they can get inspired. Thanks, guys, so much for allowing me to share with you guys today. Level up so you don't level out as a leader. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the John Barrett Leadership Podcast. To get more of John's resources, visit www.johnbarrettleadership.com.